Hey, what's up, honkies? This is Todd. I'm here with D. This week, we're going to talk some uh, tourney, and we're going to get into some headlines. What's up, D? What's, what's going on, buddy? Well, I just got out of the boxing gym, so I'm, I'm dripping all over the table here. It's it's a disgusting sight. It's a good thing this isn't a TV show. That's all Where's I got to say. Well, we, we got a face for radio, that's for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, with your money and my looks, we could go places. There we go. I don't know where we're going to go, but we can go there. You know what? I have to applaud our discipline. Okay. I just have to say that. And that's not a word that people use with us often. No. We have not gotten on LeBron at all. Yeah. Uh, not in a couple weeks anyway. I mean, it would appear that that things are – that's all I'm going to say. And we have, we have not gone there. It's – low-hanging fruit at this point it really is and I, we feel like if if our if our audience is into sports mm-hmm. then you're already getting enough of lebron anyway. yeah that's that's pretty much about right i mean they they lebron has a a hiccup they report on it it's yeah, crazy pretty cra- they, they, they report on lebron like they do the dallas cowboys or you know zion williamson Ooh. that's that's another one they like to yeah, report he's on. Yeah, some overkill right now, isn't he? Well, I mean, he's good, right? Yeah. Uh, did you hear Charles Charles Barkley said that um, that it was a compliment that Zion would be compared to him because he wasn't as explosive? Yeah, that's that crazy. crazy. I heard uh, somebody this week compare uh, Zion to uh, Charles Barkley, mixed with Larry Johnson. Mixed with Sean Kemp. Larry Larry Johnson's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. It's uh, a pretty good comparison, I think. I, I haven't thought about him in a while, yeah. but you know, speaking of basketball, why don't we go ahead and get into the tournament? Yeah. So, who do we have left? There's the Sweet Sixteens this weekend, right? It's probably going on well, right yeah, now. They're playing Actually. some games right now. Uh, they're playing uh, Purdue and Tennessee's playing, and I want to say Gonzaga and Florida State's playing right now that I know of. Uh, okay. at, this, at the recording of this podcast, Gonzaga is uh, beating Florida State and Purdue's mopping the floor with Tennessee. So, mm. yeah. That S- go SEC. That uh, SEC's uh, that's a real tough conference that, that, down That's there. the toughest conference according to Kentucky fans. Right. Yeah, they're, they're the right. Alabama fans of college basketball. We don't need to get into my disdain for the University <laughs> of Kentucky. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so who um, – so, so in the East we have Duke and Virginia Tech. We got LSU and Michigan State left. So I got Duke and Michigan State – fighting it out in the east with uh duke so, winning that so msu and who who's who's msu playing next uh lsu lsu yeah. okay so duke and Vatek. i gotta think that duke's already played virginia tech they're in the same conference right. uh so that's that's an easy mm-hmm. out and michigan state i'm telling you what man they are the blue collar Big Ten school. Like they just bang, they do, they do, right? So I'm I'm with you there. I think uh, I think you got Michigan State and Duke. Now 
Um, who who who's who's next? So in the who West we got? we got Gonzaga playing Florida State, which Gonzaga is winning that right now. Uh, to Texas Tech playing Michigan. I got the Zags and Michigan coming, you know, fighting for the West. I've heard Texas Tech is pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm just not very familiar with them. Um, I'm sure they are. I mean, they've got this far. They got to be kind of good. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna match you. I'm gonna go Zags and Michigan. Right. And then uh, the South, we got uh, Virginia against Oregon, who seems to be the Cinderella. They're the highest seed left, twelve the twelfth seed. And then we got Purdue, another blue collar Big Ten team, and uh, Tennessee. Who, uh, by the way, most of the year looked like they were going to uh, win the SEC in basketball over Kentucky. Well, didn't didn't Auburn win the SEC, or did they win the they SEC? They won the tournament. tournament. I don't think they won the uh, the actual conference. Okay, well, Virginia is going to beat Oregon. I mean, that's just that's just all, all there right. is to it. I think, um, and it sounds like Purdue's going to have their way with Tennessee. Right. And then uh, last bracket is we got the Midwest, which is, uh, I think, mine and your favorite college basketball team, maybe outside of Ohio State and Dayton would be North Carolina, Auburn. And uh, then we got Houston and Kentucky. So I got North Carolina and Kentucky fighting it out for the Midwest. Did you watch the Buckeyes play uh, oh, Houston? They looked terrible. Well, I don't know if they looked as terrible as Houston looked good. I mean, that could be too. And I actually picked Ohio State to beat Houston for whatever reason. I just I, – I didn't have a lot of upsets. I went a little chalky this year, and the, the tournaments kind of went chalky. So, mm. And mm. usually it doesn't, but it's pretty chalk this year. Mm. So. Well, let's think about this. So, um, writing, we got uh, Duke, MSU, yep. uh, Virginia, yep, Purdue, yep. Um, Zags, uh-huh. Michigan. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So I'm thinking North Carolina pulls that out, and, and you're pro- you know I wouldn't sleep on Houston. No, I'm not sleeping on them. I just you know those are the picks that I have in the uh, the podcast bracket. So these are picks that I made before the uh, before the tournament. Okay, so um, well we'll make our calls later on, but you know as I look at this. Something very odd is going on here. Oh, what's that? Well, there are eight teams in the, you know, after this weekend, right? Or do they go down to four? They go down to four yeah. this weekend, right? All right. Hmm. Isn't it, won't it be odd if four teams out of the eight are Big Ten teams? Mm. Yeah, that could possibly happen if uh, Michigan State and, uh, Michigan and uh, Purdue beat uh, beat their teams. 
I mean, that could happen. I could see Purdue beating Virginia. Virginia is beatable. How does this happen every year? How 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 does how does the Big Ten dominate in the tournament? How does the Big Ten dominate in bowl games? I mean, it didn't happen last year, but the year before, they they basically won every game except Michigan. Right. And then the preseason polls come out, and people just forget. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm telling you, the people, the Big Ten gets no love. They, yeah, they don't get any love. Uh, you know, basketball, it's all about ACC, and football, it's all about SEC, and then uh, they forget about the Big Ten. And I, you know, if I'm the Big Ten, I kind of like that position. You know, forget about me. I got it gives me a chip on my shoulder. Until you got a guy that throws for like, you know, ten thousand yards in a season and doesn't win the Heisman. Right. Right. Right, right, because he, he's not mobile. So our Elite Eight is Duke, Michigan State, Virginia, Purdue, Gonzaga, Michigan, UNC, and Kentucky. Yep. Let's see. Does anybody else have – that gives that, – now that gives – in our Elite Eight, that gives the Big Ten three, yep. right? MSU, Purdue, Michigan. Uh, the ACC has Duke – Virginia, North Carolina, so they got three. North Carolina, mm-hmm. and then the SEC has. Uh, they just have Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. Fast. And then the Zags are in what the Mountain West or something. Yeah, and I hear they're a lot. They're they're a lot of people's pick to win it all. Yeah, the Zags look pretty good tonight. Uh, I watch. I was watching the game before we started the podcast, and this guy dunked so hard he hurt somebody not close to the rim. <laughs> Guy hurt his shoulder. That's talent. Guy hurt his shoulder in a play, and dude dunked at the same time. It was kind of just kind of funny to me. He dunked <laughs> so hard, this dude faked a shoulder injury to get out the game. <laughs> it was like uh, it was like he didn't want any. He didn't want any of that no, smoke. He didn't want no smoke apparently. with that dude. All right. Well, uh, any more about the tournament before we move on to these headlines? These headlines are crazy. Again. Uh, well, I mean. The only thing I got on the tournament, man, is if uh, if Duke loses the VTech or Michigan State, does does America tune out the tournament then? Because I think a lot of people tune in for Zion. Well, the whole state of Kentucky will be glued to the TV yeah. <laughs> for um, for for the the tournament. The whole state, uh, well, half the state of North Carolina. Yeah, because remember. It's six one way, has half a dozen the the other yeah. there. Uh, Michigan State is still, uh, you know, that's the whole state of Michigan. Because, yeah. I mean, and and Michigan's in it, so yeah. yeah I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know what ESPN may go off the air. I don't know what happens <laughs> ESPN there. ESPN will shut down. Right, it just goes black like it used to. Like remember back in the day when when you used to stay up yeah. late and they used to play the That's national anthem and then the, the TV just cold just cold cut yeah. off just bloop. done done for two hours go to bed. That may happen. Yep. That may happen. All right. So, so look before we get into the uh, headlines. headlines. No, before we get into the headlines, I got to share a story with you. Uh, I, just just listen, a quick one. Listen, hold right. on. Yeah. We haven't addressed the skinny jeans thing yet. And oh, if you've got yeah. more like effeminate clothing choices that are going on, I can't <laughs> handle it two weeks in a row. I'm just no, saying. No, no, All right. it's just, it, it's funny to me. And I think uh, you and the listeners may find it as funny as I did. So I'm sitting on the couch last night, my 18 year old, she, uh, 
looks over at me and she goes, Daddy, how come you never told me Elvis was a black guy? And I said, what? What? And she said, yeah, Elvis was born a black guy, but he died a white guy. And I was like, what are you talking about? And it took me a couple seconds to uh, realize she was talking about Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's just amazing to me how these kids have no concept of what happened before them. And then uh, uh, we were talking about something else a little later, and I mentioned Notorious Big uh, being being murdered, and uh, she thought that he was still alive making records. I think of Notorious Big... Yeah, I, I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the first thing that needs to happen is somebody needs to go down to that high school and fire somebody because she doesn't have any idea who um, in history, right? The history yeah. class. She yeah. doesn't have any idea who Elvis is. Good <laughs> Lord. What are they teaching down there? I don't know. I had to actually pull up Google. And, uh, you know, speaking of which, uh, I think yourself and myself if we had the technology we do now at our fingertips when we were in high school uh, we would be in mit you think well i mean we would definitely did a little bit better than mount vernon nazarene college but well i mean we might have been in jail too yeah that could have been too because if if people had the ability to record us yeah that's true that's true we were pretty bad (laughs) i'm just saying yeah. Well, let's get to some headlines, buddy. What do we got this week? More craziness. Um, got some, uh, well, we're going to start with some neighborly uh, pettiness. Oh. I've, I, and I tried to think about this today. I've lived in uh, five different houses since being married. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I've only had really one bad neighbor. Like, these people were, were terrible, but. Uh, this this story goes to a new level. So it says, we found this on Fox. It was submitted to us by a listener. Um, it says, homeowner sets up naked mannequin in, mannequins in yard to taunt neighbor following fence dispute. Wow. It says, a California man who was forced to shorten his fence over a neighbor's complaints got the perfect revenge by setting up a garden party of nude mannequins that is now in full view uh, next to the home. Wow. Jason Windus of Santa Rosa said he built a tall fence to keep his dogs in his yard. But after a neighbor complained, the city forced him to reduce the height or face a fine. Mm. Windus mm-hmm. chopped it to the maximum 36 inches and then set up five naked mannequins with mm. some standing and others seated on chairs in his yard. Mm. Mm. he says i don't know who it is and i'm sure they're not going to come forward oh it's about his neighbors right. uh Windus told the news outlet and even if they do this is just a statement for them maybe mind your own business a little bit <laughs> yeah you don't you don't like what's going on in my backyard check out the naked mannequin well you you want so bad to see back here i'm going to give you something to see now i yeah. i see the picture and i know what the honkies are are immediately thinking yeah so i'm sure the honkies are immediately thinking that um this dude set up the mannequins in suggestive type positions no and no they're just hanging out literally they're they're having a tea party they are they are and it's kind of creepy looking to be honest yeah yeah there's a um 
a guy that uh, used to live by Cargill here in Dayton. They used to drive around with mannequins in his car. Oddly enough, one was dressed up as Elvis that he would put in the back seat, and then the other ones he would put wigs on and drive around like they were real people. I that mean, was, was it too. was it like to try to get in the HOV lane or? <laughs> I, I don't know. You just see him running up and down Needmore with all these mannequins in his car. I wonder if this might be the same guy. Maybe he retired and moved out there. But uh, yeah, that's that that's crazy, a. Eh? But I get it. You know what I mean? At first, when you was telling me the headlines, I'm thinking, man, how crazy is this dude to put up some naked mannequins in his yard? But now I get it. I I kind of like this guy now. Did, did did you just say naked? Yeah. Naked. What? <laughs> Can you say it again? naked buddy that's as Dayton as Dayton gets right there yes sir and it's not naked it's naked <laughs> naked naked so a quote from the guy it says uh the owner of a mo- moving company uh Windus amassed the mannequins yep. after he cleaned out a clothing store I couldn't bring myself oh, okay. to throw them away he said I was mm. going to use them for target practice <laughs> <laughs> So Wendis set up the in the buffs life-size dolls around a table with a mannequin's severed head on it. Oh. And put nice. a sign that reads, reserve seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence. Mm. Mm. So I wonder if that nosy neighbor took a picture of that that's on Facebook now, and that neighbor may feel threatened since it's a severed head. Yeah, it it sounds like he may need to go to a safe space. So, the, yeah. uh, you know, I don't he know about you, I don't know about you, but us southwestern Ohio kids growing up in the eighties and nineties, yeah, our parents taught us uh, a particular thing, and you know what that was? Mind your own that. business. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, if it don't pertain to you, your brother, or uh, your mom, or I, you uh, don't pay attention to it. I don't I don't understand this new generation of calling the cops on, you know, dogs humping at a dog park or some dude barbecuing <laughs> or how much time do you have? Man, I, I shake my head a lot of the times when I read some of these stories on online and on social media. Yeah, just gee, man, just you, we got 500 billion channels on TV and you can't find something to watch on that. Well, I just want to say, Mr. Windus, you are an honorary honky because you know what? They told you to cut your fence because your neighbor didn't want to look at your fence. And you said, you know what? I'm going to give them something to look at. So, yeah, you cut a mannequin's head, too. So that's sweet. Yep. All right. So the next uh, the next story. Is uh, Gucci. You know, Mm. it's all Gucci, right? Ain't that, this, what the, ain't that what the young it, people say? It's all Gucci. Isn't this the racist company, Gucci? You know, it might be. Did, did yeah. they do some? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did the blackface sweater. So yeah. Let's get into what they got coming out now. All right. So you're going to be amazed with this. Um, Gucci is selling sneakers okay. that purposefully look dirty for $900. Why? Well, let's read the article. Why should you have to dirty up a pair of sneakers 
That's my question. All by yourself when you can buy them that way anyway. Oh, oh, so 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 it's out of laziness. Gucci is going for the whole broken in look with a pair of sneakers that look like you've run a tough mutter in them. Mm. The men's screener leather sneaker features Gucci's famous red and green colors and appear like they could have been white at some point. You would expect a luxury designer brand isn't cheap, and these sneakers are sporting an $870 price tag. This is the dumbest thing. If somebody buys this, I got a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you. Well, my man, let me let me just tell you that Gucci has a marketing department, and they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't do this on a whim, okay? Well, they they, they they did the market research, and they know people will buy these. So listen to this: influenced by classic trainers from the seventies, the screener sneakers, named for the defensive sports move, feature feature. Wow, feature the web stripe on the side and vintage Gucci logo. Treated for an all-over distressed effect, the sneakers description said. Our favorite part about this shoe is the cleaning instructions. Clean, <laughs> clean when the shoe is dry, using only neutral or same color products to avoid staining. The vintage look must have been carefully done to look perfectly real, so you don't want to screw up these fake muddy-looking sneakers. Wow. Um, let me just say, if any honkies out there, yeah. Are in the market for some old sneakers. Yeah, I got some. <coughs> I got you. Yeah. And you know what? Half off Gucci. Mm. <coughs> I got some old yeah. Under Armors. Okay. In the garage. Yeah. St- still got some grass on them. Yeah. Got some grass stain. Mm-hmm. I'll mm. hook you up four twenty-five mm. because we love you. You don't even mm. have to. You don't even have to pay full price. And you know what? I'll throw in another pair. Yeah. Of like funky flip flops, ooh, that are starting to tear a little bit mm. on there. And not only do you get the dirt with my yeah. with 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 my gear, okay, you get the smell too. Oh, oh, yeah, that's something Gucci ain't giving you. <coughs> They're not giving you the smell. You're not getting the smell, bro. That's what we call a market enhancement. Yeah, yeah, you can only get that with the honkies. You want sure. the funk? I'll give it to you. And not only that, D. I, if 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 you if you're, you're you're from the '90s like we are, and you hold a certain boot named Timberland dear, near and dear to your heart, mm. I have some worn out Timberlands with the soles coming apart, with the shoestrings broke, uh, kind of wore out. If uh, you're looking for those, I, I'll get them to you at uh, uh let's say two fifty, two fifty mm. a pair. That's a bargain. Yeah, I got several pairs. Um, you'll be the rage at all these hipster uh, parties. Mm. Yeah. And I got some used beanies too, if you want to fit in. I mean, yeah, I got all of that you want. Mm. Cause you know, we don't throw nothing away. Dudes don't nah. throw anything away. So nah. should you want to venture into another product category? Mm. Uh, I got some of that for you too. Got, got some of that. I, I got something Holes. else I can sell. I got something else I can sell the honkies out there. If uh, you really want to be different and go to these uh, little hipster parties and you want to look all smart, I still got my cap and gown. I will sell you that. You know what I got? What's that? I got Fruit of the Loom undershirts. Ooh. That are that are got the yellow stains in the pits. Yeah, I got those too. I was about to say we can we can start. Man, we might as well start a clothing line. And you know what I'll do too? 
Yeah. Just for these people, mm. you can you can get hooked up on those hundred bucks a piece. And what mm. I'll do is mm. I'll I'll walk around the block in ninety degree weather just to get yeah. them a little odoriferous, and then Ooh. I'll order some pizza and put mm. a big old stain on the front of them. That's what I'm talking about right there. The stains. You need the stains. Slob get a style, yo. Little garlic and pizza sauce smell. Mm. That's slob swagger. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. We're going to call it slobby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So what else we got since Gucci uh, put us on the uh, entrepreneurial path? Well, I just have to say that <sighs> wouldn't you say that Gucci's uh, target market is millennials? Uh, yeah. How stupid is this generation that they're buying $900 tennis shoes that are already dirty? I'm just saying. Well, how stupid are they? Well, I'm glad you asked, Todd, because the next story oh. speaks to exactly that. <laughs> yeah. You see that? I did that. That was a bridge. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice bridge. You see what I, I did, what there? did there? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so this headline reads, Dead phones and zero Instagram likes. The headaches that have 58% of millennials saying life is more stressful now than ever. All right. Here's some stats for you. One third of millennials believe their lives are more stressful than average. Americans ages 22 to 37 cite a myriad of small problems that add up to big stress. For example, 40% of millennials stress out, 40% of millennials stress out over having a dead phone battery. Mm. Nearly nearly 20% of millennials said getting zero likes on social media, on a social media post would cause them more stress than having an argument with their significant other. Wow. The biggest source of stress is lose is from losing a wallet or a credit card. Let's see what this has to say. Okay. In addition, one third of millennials believe their lives are more stressful than the average person. According to the Mm. survey by one poll on Mm. behalf of Encoda for millennials, the source of tension is typically became a myriad of small stressors, phone batteries, dying, being stuck in traffic or long waits for appointments. That adds up to big anxiety over time. According to the survey of 2,000 Americans, ages 22 to 37. Okay. So my 13-year-old came up to me the other day, and she says that my life is so stressful. And I said, why is that? And she said, what? She posted a picture and only got 20 likes on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, times is hard. You remember? You remember when uh, stressful for us was when uh, nobody wanted to sign the yearbook. Well, I think there's probably a couple in our other generations that um, that uh, I mean, with all due respect to these nine hundred and fifty nine hundred dollar dirty sneaker wearing um, tight pants having. Sorry, Todd. Um, short-sighted kids uh you know people fighting in the civil war yeah we're shooting musket shots 
at their brothers and their friends. Right. And when something went wrong, you went to the hospital. And let's say somebody got shot in the leg. They weren't saving the leg. You yep. lost a leg. How did you lose a leg, Todd? Uh, with a hacksaw. With probably a rusty saw. Yeah. Yeah. And guess how many uh, social media likes they got? None, because it wasn't invented yet. And then if we go further in history, we can, we can what see What about that... the Revolu- Revolutionary War? Yeah. Those people were stressed out. They didn't know if we'd have a country, if they were going to live and die. You know what I mean? What they knew is they'd rather die fighting than, than live under tyranny. Right. Let's talk about World War II. Have you ever seen Private Ryan? Yeah. You ever seen Omaha Beach? What those people did where they were stepping over each other? The dead bodies? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Vietnam vets? My word. What about, uh, what about uh, Egypt, the Israelites? What about the people in, in, the, in the 60s and the race riots? And, and what about people who, who fought for equality? Yeah. What about that? What, what about the hippies? Well, I mean, they were, they were probably high all the time, man. So that wasn't very stressful. Well, they chained themselves to some trees. <laughs> man, we, we just <laughs> took a left is, turn. Is, uh, that, this brings me to my question. Do you think that the millennials are just uh, this generation's hippies? Um, well, generally, the hippies actually stood for something. Well, I'm just saying they did, but they, you know, they, they had their own little way about them. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Millennials have their own little way about them, and you know, it's it, it, you know, we we don't get it, but they get it. Well, and uh, what what older people like to do is they like to blame the kids themselves, and I guess they're not kids anymore. This right. this rests squarely on the parents. That's what so this too. is. I mean, yeah. kids are kids, man. They're, they're yeah. kids from the beginning of time till now are waiting for their parents to kind of help. You know help move them through life and teach them, you know, lessons and be ready for things. And man, I just don't know. It, it, um, I don't know. I don't think that you think the millennials are the first generation that was raised on TV. I think that what I, what I mean by that is the parents just turned on the TV and told them, here you go. And then the TV parented the child. Well, here's a legitimate question. Are the millennials the whiniest generation? Mm. Well, they're definitely the most offended generation. Yeah. Yeah, they get offended by anything. That's true. Mm. That's true. You know what, though? I have a theory, and that's this. Mm. We're in the time of the the loudest barking dog, right? So it's almost cool to be offended at this point, and... I think if you go and you sit down with your average millennial, um, are they different than Gen Y or Gen X? Probably, but they're probably, you know, they're probably not as, as crazy as the media makes out that whole generation. However, if you've got a whole generation of people that think that their life is more stressful than, you know, somebody getting their, their leg cut off with a hacksaw. Um, first of all, again, our our history our history teachers in high school have failed us, mm. um, but second of all, you know um, 
that's that's crazy. So anyway, yeah. Three headlines for this week. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's give a big honky uh, farewell to uh, the, the the biggest bro of them all, uh, Rob Gronkowski, who uh, officially hung it up this week, uh, tied in for the New England Patriots. Um, I think the the funnest time you could probably have in life is going out and partying with the boat, the Brosa brothers and Rob Gronkowski all at the same time. I think that'd be fabulous. Great time. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Um, yeah, that dude looks like he enjoys life. He does, man, but he's beat up. So I, I get it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he can walk away from the game young like this and still have, uh, his health somewhat intact and, uh, you know, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we? I I think that's all I got, buddy. All right. Well, I told you guys last week. I'm. I'm, Oh no, I do do got something else. What you got? Uh, White Tyson decided to uh, call it quits as well. He's retiring from fighting. Yeah, he's done that before. He said he's retiring from MMA. I wonder if he's going to box. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we'll see him get knocked out next time. So. Yeah, his his life went downhill there pretty quickly, and that's sure that's what that white dragon will do. To, to, to <laughs> Riding the white uh, dragon. on that ooey. Uh, yeah. 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 So uh, Conor McGregor, yeah, uh, retires. We'll see what we'll see if that sticks. Uh, yep. Folks, enjoy the tournament. There's some good basketball going on. Sure. Um, opening day was today. Yeah, if you yeah, get down with yeah. ba- baseball. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good story. Uh, yeah. Go, go, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, yeah, they I'm, won today. They did. They beat the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm. So uh, there's that. And anytime yeah. anybody in the state of Ohio gets a win over anybody in the state of Pennsylvania, we're always mm-hmm. happy. That is true. All right. Well, with that, we'll let everybody go. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining tonight. We appreciate all of you listeners and uh, we look forward next week, man, the list of headlines are hilarious. So you're going to want to join us for sure. All All right. right. With that honky out honky out.